there's this idea, we kind of become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Sure, it's cute or whatever, but I think there's this also this part where if you do it in a way that's totally unconscious and you're losing something in the process as opposed to picking something up or just being in sync. Yeah, I had a friend in Kenya and she got married. And within a year or two, she says talking, thinking like her husband. In so many ways, she adored him. Like he was like a god to her. So everything he said, the way he thought was better, you know. But I think when you're in a relationship like we are in, where we both feel confident in what we are bringing to the table, then it's not that unhealthy. I think you need to be comfortable. And then if you're not comfortable and you don't have the confidence, then I think that's where the issue is at. Welcome to this week's episode of the Interracial Couple Podcast. Wait, it's not all black and white. My name is Sarah. I'm black. I'm Matthew. I'm white. And today we are diving in to this question about losing your identity in a relationship. Yeah. So the other day I was talking and I just realized like it's happening more and more that you finish my sentences. Uh, when you finish mine. Sometimes I finish yours. <laughs> It gets a two-way street. It is right? a two-way street. But on that specific day that I'm talking about, we were in the kitchen talking to someone, in a friend, and I was about to say something, and you said the same exact thing I was about That's to say. That's different. We do complete each other's sentence. The other is we, we did. We gave the exact same answer in the same intonation, in the same word choice as each other. And I was like, oh my God, I think... I have completely lost my identity. I <laughs> speak like this man. <laughs> I think like this man. <laughs> should I be worried? Yeah. Uh, should you be worried? Uh, well, I, I think in the, I don't think I should be worried. I think right now it's cute. Yeah. But I think if it becomes like what we are saying, like the same thing, think alike, I think I should be worried. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, when when you spend a lot of time with someone who you like, you kind of, there's a, this idea, right, that you can be on the same wavelength. So if we're on the same wavelength, it kind of makes sense, right? And I think maybe yeah. there's two sides of that. One is if we're on the same wavelength and that feels good, and the other is that when we're off, it's somehow that could we then get into other disagreements or whatever because we're not synced and then those times seem bad or worse or whatever, you know what I'm saying? To where yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that is that it can seem like it's cute or it can seem like I'm losing my identity or it can seem like, well, we're just often on the same wavelength. So therefore, when we're not, that somehow that's a problem. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I think if you're in a healthy relationship, I don't think it's it's a problem to be in in on like. Yeah, to be on yeah. the same wavelength. I think the issue becomes if it's not a healthy relationship. Then, then there is an issue. And there's also like the unconscious thing is when I worked with this guy for a while who had a very distinctive laugh, it was almost like a, <laughs> a little bit like Eddie Murphy in, in, in Beverly Hills Cop. And I never laughed like that. Okay. And then I spent a lot of time with him and I started laughing like that. Mm. And then I kind of kept it. And then I uh, went and spent, I did a big trip or something with, a, with two of my best friends in Germany. 
And one of them didn't laugh like that. And then he started laughing like that. Funny enough, he actually still laughs like that. <laughs> and he, it was because of you. Yeah, because we like spent so much time together. Mm. Um, and that, I think, is like, sure, it's cute or whatever. But I think there's this also this part where do you do it in a way that's totally unconscious and you're losing something in the process as opposed to picking something up or just being in sync? Yeah, I think I, I just remembered as we were talking when I was a kid, there was this girl that I thought she was absolutely gorgeous. I wanted to be like her. I wanted everything. You know, when you're just like, I just, this woman is so beautiful. And she walked in a really funny way. So I copied the way she walked. And then my mom was like, why are you walking like that? And I was like, oh, because of so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, I think she had like had an accident or something. <laughs> and she was like, if I ever see you walking like that again, I'm going to whip your ass. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that my mom noticed because I was starting to like see this woman all the time because she was friends with my cousin. And so I'd see her like so many times. It's I guess it's like you spend so much time with someone, you start copying their good and bad habits. Right. And so being aware of it and to what extent is it beneficial and also being aware when like things just kind of become the way they are. We, you know, we are becoming more like each other. And I think that's one of these things, right? Is that there's this idea that you actually shared with me that we kind of become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And that being the case, and you and I spend a ton of time together. I mean, there are couples out there who go to work, they have their own individual clubs, you see each other for dinner, and then you go to bed. So you're not spending necessarily a ton of time. And then weekends, everyone's got their own things. Someone goes out with, you know, someone goes out to the beach with some friends, someone else goes out to brunch with someone else. Like, obviously, when you're married and when you're in a committed relationship, you spend a lot of time together. Of course, that also varies. Um, you know, you and I spend an inordinate amount of time together. Oh my God, we spend way too much time together. <laughs> yeah. Well, you made it sound like not such a good thing. Um, no. <laughs> way it, it, too much time. No, I'm, I'm so surprised that we spend that much time together and we still get along so well. Like, it's it, incredible. It, it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, it's definitely impressive. Uh, and maybe that's part of why we get these little moments where this like little break, this little argument, and then we kind of work through it, but we have to kind of get there because this stuff kind of, yeah, we spend all like 99% of our time together. You know what's kind of sad? Is that okay to admit that? <laughs> you know what's sad? When you go to the store or go somewhere without me, I'm like, I miss you. <laughs> Just because I don't know like how my day look like if you're not there. Like, <laughs> So I am, I guess I am losing my identity in my days yeah. just because I'm so used to spending my days with you. The right people fight, whether it's financial, diet, health goals, um, you know, what we do with our time. It makes sense. If you are, if you spend time with wealthy people, then there is going to be a relationship to money that you're going to start developing in a different way than if you were spending time with broke ass people. If you're spending time with people really fit, you're naturally just going to be more fit. You're going yeah, to probably going like, to eat let's better Let's go on foods. a hike. Let's do this. Let's go to the gym. Like that's what they spend right. their time yeah. with. And you're also with them. You see that, oh, like that person is looking nice. 
whatever, I'm going to, you know, maybe I want to kind of do that too. And the stories they're telling about working out or about, you know, whatever it is they've chosen to eat or whatever the, whatever it is that helps their lifestyle be healthy. Whereas if it's, if you're hanging out with people where like that never comes up in conversation, it's the conversations are maybe more around, you know, what was the latest Russian novel you read? You'll probably be reading more Russian novels and doing less working out at the gym and, you know, whatever, and, and spending less time preparing vegan, organic, gluten-free, slimming meals. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense. And one of the things I have noticed in our relationship is that we try to make it something that we are aware of. And so that way we can have control over it and not let it have control over us, right? Because yeah. um, otherwise... Now I'm going to start doing things that maybe don't really suit me just because you do those. Yeah, there was a, there was a few of those that where it's like, it just works for me. It doesn't work for you. But then there's so many other things where it's like, like working out is that we, if I walk out, you will walk out. Mm-hmm. Whatever food I'm cooking, <laughs> it's the food you're eating, you know? So it's, we eat three meals together and we have to decide the food that we're buying at the store, you mm-hmm. know? And so I've just found that. And I guess for a lot of couples, it's like that. So I don't think like they is, it's huge in terms of like food. Mm-hmm. I guess like you're just cooking whatever is at home. But I think there's this pool when you come together with a partner is like, I used to eat a certain way and you used to eat a certain way. We, we, eat, we used to eat very differently when we first started dating. But now... We eat pretty much like we've combined the way we eat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one I feel like where I can't necessarily say that I almost feel like I lost the way I used to eat, you know. You feel like you did lose the way, yeah. I did incorporate some of it in the way that, but I like before I started dating you, I never used to eat nuts, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always have nuts in the pantry. You always have pan- yeah, nuts in the pantry. And so for me, it's become this thing where it's like if I'm hungry, before it's like I would think about going to eat a banana or an avocado. But now I think, oh, I'm going to have some almonds. You know, that is something that three, four years ago, I I would go to the store. I don't even notice almonds. Right. You and know? it's not that that's necessarily a problem. I think one of the things that it can creep up on us as a problem is if it doesn't if we're not aware of it, yeah. you know, and then it could also be, you know, you could get resentful. So if you would like, since when we first started living together, I had an apartment that you moved into. Therefore, the way things were within that apartment was kind of the way I did it, the pantry, the food. I also cooked more. Uh, so therefore, the food was the style of food that I make and that type of thing. And at a certain point, it got difficult for you. Like, I, I, I can't eat only the kind of food you eat. So we had to kind of address that and you know and then there were other things too like i was never a runner but we got together and you liked running and last year i I ran in the kilimanjaro marathon it's something i never would have done if i hadn't been with you because running is just something i never did um you know and so there are these kind of these things that we that we've that we've developed and that's a really good thing that i like yeah but then there's also other thing, like other thing we're talking on Sunday where it's like I don't eat fruit, mm-hmm. even though I know it's good for me. Like I just, it's another thing. Like I, 
necess- like I wouldn't go like I want to eat some fruit, but you used to eat a lot of fruit. Well, I ate more fruit and I certainly eat less now. Because I don't yeah. eat as much fruit. Right. So I, it has to be something I'm a little bit more aware of because it's not like if I, if I went to the refrigerator to grab an apple and I was like, hey, babe, do you want an apple? If you always said yes, I would be, oh, there's a positive affirmation there. There would be something for me to then be impelled later on to go and grab us each an apple. But yeah. I'm never going to go and grab an apple and ask you, hey, babe, do you want an apple? And have you say, yeah. I mean, maybe not never, but rarely. Rarely do I ever say yes? Do you, you want an apple? Yeah, not usually. Oh. You know? Yeah, I, I don't even like. It's so sad. I don't even buy fruit, you know, yeah. at the supermarket. But I've noticed just what I've noticed, like you are eating less fruit now that you are with me. Right. You know? Yeah. So what else do couples do? Well, this kind of like, you know, this idea that in our shared mind, we also kind of become surrogates for each other in some ways. And back in a old relationship a long time ago, um, we had borrowed someone's vehicle. Okay. And, uh, And my partner, she left soap on the dashboard and the soap melted in the hot sun Ooh. And it stained the dashboard, Ooh. right? I had borrowed it, right? But therefore, her actions were going to have an impact on whether or not someone was ever going to let me borrow their car again. Yeah, but you had borrowed it, so... So it was my it was, responsibility. It was your responsibility. Right. But now, somebody else, like, ruined something that I had borrowed because we kind of, like, operate as a unit in the eyes of the rest of the world. I could have returned it and said, you know, if it was their kid who did it, like if I would have been driving with their kid around and I came and returned it and I was like, look what your kid did. They would have said, oh, oops. Even like, that's too bad. Even though I was the one driving it and they had lent it to me. Yeah. Because they would be identified with their kid or if they had asked me, right? But anybody who I brought into it, particularly like, you know, being that, that it's the person who's kind of part of my identity, So that became my responsibility to, you know, and so I think one of the things that comes up with that is that uh, in in real kind of also being in sync is that the way you present yourself in the world is going to impact how people see me for better or for worse. Yeah, I think one of the other thing too is like I've noticed is like now when we get invitations, it's never Sarah, you know, it's like when people are like, hey, Sarah, you want to come to a house for dinner? It's always like Sarah and Matthew. Even when people are starting to like now refer to us, it's like, oh, it's not just me. Like people would be like, do you guys want to make, do you want to make potatoes? Do you want to bring, um, oh, that's the other thing. Is <laughs> like, before I started dating you, when I would get invited to friends' houses, they know I don't cook. So no one ever asked me to bring cooked food. It was always like, can you pass by the store and get some um, drinks, you know, no one expected me to show up with potatoes or salad, homemade salad. Everyone expected that I would show up with like something that I bought at the store. But after we became no longer Sarah, we became Sarah and Matthew. I'm telling you guys, I'm being asked to bring potatoes, sweet potatoes, salad, because people just know that dessert. you are desserts. I'm just like, <laughs> Now I'm making banana bread. You know, people just know that you are a really good cook. 
but you made a pretty darn good banana bread. You made it, right? Or did I? I forget. No, the banana bread? Yeah. I, I, you which, made it. When? When Jubilee came. Oh, that was, you made it. Oh, I did. In oh, Kenya, oops. I made it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I started making the banana bread. I'm Yeah, when I make it, it's you will know that yeah. I made it. <laughs> I'll be reminded of the fact. <laughs> if we're not sure who made it, it's probably me. But I don't think, and it's kind of funny because it was like my, like my family asked me one time, like we were on vacation and I showed up with, um, what do you call it? Help me out here. Kish. Kish. See, like you yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I showed up with Kish in the morning and I was like, I made this. And they're like, no, <laughs> no way. You know, the neighbor had given it to me to take home. But now if I showed up with a Kish and I was like, I made this, I think they would be like, oh, thank you. Because they would just assume you made it. Right. You know, because there's definitely no way I'm whipping up a Kish. Well, actually, at some point we will do the Kish episode where you will whip up a quiche because you will see, actually, whipping up a quiche is pretty easy. <laughs> it's a pretty simple thing to whip up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like that's the other one of the things that have changed. And that's a good thing. You know, like I think now people, because they know that I'm in partnership with a man who's a really good cook, is like they are trusting to ask me to bring potluck. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, so you know this this kind of like growing together in this this what I guess they call it call it shared mind, right? Is that when we're growing with that is to actually really be aware of it. I don't think it's a good or a bad thing inherently. I think what comes up is that to what extent are we conscious of it? To what extent do we lose part of our identity that we don't want to lose? To what extent do we pick up some of the other's identity that doesn't really fit us? And that's where the issues come. But there's also this thing of where we're actually also sort of strengthening our union, our bond, our understanding that we actually come to a, a common place where we both stand super firmly on that common ground. And that feels really, really good. Yeah, it does. Um, I just think, and it's almost like anything, I think we talked about this last week, was um, like to what extent are, am I really bringing awareness to what I'm doing and to what extent is the awareness, I, do I have none, so I can't name it. So something's going on and I don't feel quite, like this doesn't feel right. And it could have been an example of, that I could have seen would be maybe in a financial thing, right? Like I'm a little bit more meticulous about my finances than you yeah. are. So uh, it could also be very easy for me to say, early on, like I, maybe I think you're, you're being irresponsible and you could have turned to me and said, you're being super anal. And we actually both had something really valuable to learn from each other because kind of you were a little bit too not paying attention enough. And I was a little bit too like overly paying attention. And, you know, so it's finding that, you know, that awareness around that that's so important. And that's the kind of thing that you could have just started to be like me or I could have been like you. You know, we could have ended up in a place that, you know, I didn't get the benefit of what you had to bring and you might have taken on some of the negative sides of, of my attention to financial detail. And yeah. that wouldn't have been very good. And you can see that also with food or something, right? Like, you know, I could have just decided I'm just going to make only things that you like. Or at the beginning, you felt like I wasn't cooking foods that you felt were like that doesn't feel like dinner to me. That's that's salad. I need I want something warm for dinner. That's really important to me. You know, and then we get to see, oh, well, 
to what extent do you need to just have a cold dinner sometimes? And to what extent do I need to also really respect that that's really important to you? To what extent is eating a salad really healthy? And to what extent is the thing that we're supplementing that with not as healthy? Oh, yeah. You know? So really just, it's almost like with everything around these relationship conversations, is it's awareness. Yeah, bringing awareness. I I had, talking about awareness, I had a friend in Kenya and she got married. And within a year or two, she says talking, thinking like her husband. And I was just like, where is my friend? Mm. You know, because before that, she wasn't like religious she wasn't, I kid you not, she, the, her political view was very similar to his. Religion, the religion view was very similar to his. Mm. And so his jokes became her jokes. And it was like, you could see, and they're divorced now. But I was like, I had to talk to her because I was like, every time I'm having a conversation with her, it became like, where's your voice in this? Like she would be giving me advice and I knew this girl like all my life, but she would be giving me advice. And I was like, that's not you. Like, I know you, you know, I grew up with you. Like, where are you? You know, like stop giving me advice as if he would be talking to me. It's as if he was in the room with us, but he wasn't in the room with us, you know? And once they got divorced, she was like, I was talking to her and I was like, yeah. And she was like, thank you for bringing that up because I was losing myself in that relationship mm. because in so many ways she adored him like he was like a god to her so everything he said the way he thought was better you know but I think when you're in a relationship like we are in where we both feel confident in what we are bringing to the table then it's not that unhealthy I think you need to be comfortable and then if you're not comfortable and conf- you don't have the confidence then I think that's where the issue become. And I I think actually at the beginning, there were a few times where you brought up, like I'm now doing this thing that doesn't feel right to me and test finding out where those limits are. Like even talking about your friend, there's actually, that was probably going to happen to her no matter who she got together with. So part of her own growth was also coming to understand her identity. And, you know, we got, when we got together, we were both in our thirties. So what we, that sort of what we got from that was that we had already established a certain identity. The negative side is that you can get really rigid in your identity. And then you, you know, now compromise becomes a bad word because like, I don't want to compromise because I know what's what works for me, you know. So that's one side. And then the other side is I actually know where I stand. So now I can take on something from yours and try it on. And be like, does this fit or not? Yes, it fits. Great. I like that. That's better. Or no, it doesn't quite fit. Or let's figure out something that's in between that kind of works for both of us. And that was a, a great fortune. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on when you get, you know, when you get together. This thing of like losing ourselves in a way that didn't feel authentic, that made those early relationships not able to last because we, I think we probably both feel we gave up more than we could in trying to make those things work. And now we don't need to. Yeah. I, at the end of the day, kind of like anything I think that when you are working on something, when you're going through it, there actually isn't a mistake. You know, even like referring to your friend, like what she went through was actually part of her own growth, you know, that you kind of almost hope that you can go through that without then ultimately needing to get divorced or some of the pain that comes from figuring it out. But, but having some pain 
through the growth process of saying, wait, who am I really? You know, she tried on her husband and her husband did not fit her. No. Who he was, if she tried to be who he was, that didn't fit. And so, but some things really do fit. Sometimes something feels like it fits and then it just totally doesn't. And, and I think we have to really be okay with that, you know, growth process and some of the pain process that comes through it. You and I have had those moments and they've been pretty small, fortunately for us. Um, but we still have that where like we try on something a little bit too much from the other one. And then it's like, no, we yeah, have to shed I, it. I think like one of the like most recent one where I, you were trying on or I was trying on something was like getting up at the same time. Right. We used to do that all the time where it's like we're trying like you are more of a morning person than I am. And so I would, you just be like set the same time as get up at the same time as I and it just was stressful right you know? either you were getting up too early or I was getting up too late yeah and even it even started like what time should we set the alarm for and I was like <laughs> they, and now it's like you say you're on alarm I set my own alarm and we both get the amount of sleep that we both want you know mm-hmm. and that has worked out because Waking up together was starting to be stressful. Mm-hmm. But for a while, it was kind of nice. It for worked. For a while, it was really nice. But then it nice. didn't work anymore. And and may, it may never work again or it might come in and out. But to recognize sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And either way is perfectly okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that has been like, well, I was like, no, this, this ain't working. Yeah. So as we keep growing together, we're just going to try on what works and see what doesn't work, you know? Yeah, and hopefully we kind of support each other as we grow. Like, you've got so many great qualities. I love taking them. Um, I just feel I'm a way better person since I've been with you than I was before. Oh, um, that's, that's nice of you to say. Well, it's the truth, though. Um, <laughs> I, I, am, <laughs> I, am, I am a good person in so many ways because of you. I yeah. have to say that. Yeah, we've, we've really helped each other. And some of that's just like, I want to take on some of your yeah, great qualities. I, I've become better with money. Yeah. yeah. And I can also lean on you. Like we had a little confrontation that we had to have with a family member and you just held the space so well because you didn't need to get involved. You're like, this isn't my fight. But then when I needed support, you're like, I can come in and be super gracious and just wonderful. So, uh, yeah. So in that way, I haven't necessarily taken it on, but I'm like, I've come to say, you know what, I'm going to lean on you. Please come and rescue me when <laughs> I need it. Cause you're better at this than I am. So I guess, yeah, taking on what fits and leaving what doesn't fit. There it is. You know? Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us this week on the Interracial Couple Podcast. Wait's not all black and white. I am Matthew. I am white. <laughs> and and Sarah is black. And <laughs> between the two of us, here it is all black and white right here in our household. But everything that exists between us. There's all sorts of shades of brown and gray. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.